On most days, I come here to inform you of one big idea about the news. Today is one of those days where I actually have one big fundamental question I want to ask you. And it's a question all of us should be asking ourselves, asking our elected officials, and really demanding an answer for. Why is it that we as a country fully believe that mass incarceration should be funded 100%. Every single cost associated with mass incarceration is fully funded. But every cost with education and health is not. Why is that? You prioritize what you budget. You value what you budget. And why is it that we as a country, Republicans and Democrats alike, are okay with fully funding mass incarceration, but not education and health care. Let's talk about it. I want to explore that question. I want to push the idea again that budgets are moral documents and the devil is literally in the details. Let me unpack and explain what I mean. Glad to be here with you. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. Have you ever heard the saying that there are only two sure definite things, death and taxes? (laughs) I think there are more than just those two, but those two are definite, death and taxes. You can't avoid it. When I go to the store and buy anything, I can't say, hey, this time leave the sales tax off. (laughs) I don't get that choice. When I get a paycheck, the taxes are taken out. And if they're not taken out, they will come get them later. And it's just a part of American life. And it's a part of living almost anywhere in the world. We pay sales tax, we pay property tax, we pay income tax. We are taxed everywhere we go, but we are not nearly mindful enough about what those dollars do and where they go and how they're spent and how they're managed. And that's, that's by design. It's by design that we know very little about who to ask, where to ask, about how budgets are created, who creates them, what they do, what say we have in them. That process by design is really shrouded in secrecy. It should be a massive public to-do, but it's not. And that's not an accident. It's by design. Because if all of us knew what was really going into the budget that we create, that everything you buy, everything you spend, everything you earn is all taxed, and that money goes into multiple pots on the city, county, state, and federal level, and 
priorities are made, decisions are made on what to do with my money and yours. And one thing that we have accepted, it's just a part of the national system around the world. If you go to almost every developed country and let me be very clear on this, many developing countries. If you go to almost every developed country and many developing countries, education all the way through graduate school is fully paid for. Healthcare for your entire life from birth to death is paid for. Most countries don't even have health insurance. They wouldn't even know what that was. They don't even know what deductibles are. Most countries don't have copays. Because it was decided there that education and health care would be fully funded from taxes. In the United States, our country has decided that mass incarceration will be fully funded, mega funded, super funded, uber funded. And that education and health care would not be. Consequently, right now, at this very moment, my family is saddled with student loan debt. Student loan debt is crippling my family. And it has been unavoidable. Not just me and my wife, but our extended family. It's outrageous. It is what it is. It's a, it's a part of life in America. People in most countries don't know what student loans are because education is covered. They don't have student loans like we have student loans. In this country, it was decided that jails, prisons, and police departments would be 100% funded on the local level, on the county level, on the state level, on the federal level, but that education and healthcare, most countries, including most of America's so-called allies, including Israel, have universal health care for every citizen. You pay taxes, your health care is covered. I am paying an outrageous amount for my health insurance, and it's not even that great. It's not even that good. It's like when I go to the doctor and they tell me what my copay is, when I get a bill and I'm like, hold on, I have health insurance. Why am I getting this bill? They're, well, this is your deductible. And I, I'm asking myself, hold on, what am I paying thousands of dollars for when I still have to pay thousands more? It's preposterous. And then I see the profits of health insurance companies and I say, oh, that's what I'm paying for. I'm paying for primarily white people to get filthy rich. And we have to be asking ourselves the question, why are we okay with mass incarceration being fully funded and healthcare and education not? It is a terrible proposition. And if you look at the so-called happiest countries of the world, universally, guess what's covered? Healthcare and education. And, and let me push the envelope a little bit. Maternity leave, paid sick leave, paid parental leave. Like, people are cared for with the taxes they pay. 
we are oppressed with the taxes we pay. That's, that's the real deal. This is a question we must ask of presidential candidates, but we must ask this of governors, of mayors, of city councils. Why in our budget are we okay with funding 100%, 110% of mass incarceration and all the systems and apparatus that are involved there, but not education and health care? Why is that? Let's unpack and explain it in the days and weeks to come. I'm not okay with it. And when I see cities like New York trying to say, hey, we need to cover more of education. So New York now has universal preschool. That's a step in the right direction. Saves families thousands of dollars a year. In essence, that's money given back to families. New York is trying to have something close. New York City is trying to have something closer to universal health care. New York State, California has talked about it. What does it look like to get close to it? What does it look like to actually make these things happen like most of the world? That's where we need to be. Listen, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm going to be on the road. Love, love, love and appreciate all of you. Hope you're well. We're still in a very hard time for this country. Sending my love to you, your family, your loved ones. Tell everybody I said hello. And listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, we definitely need you over at thenorthstar.com. Become a member today. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.